Check who's on the track next, never half step like As a common soldier, at a very young age, we were ordered to kill all the birds in China because the birds will eat crops and human beings will have less to eat. So we were put on the rooftop, on the, on the tree to make noise, so we won't let the birds rest. And the birds were all eliminated that way. And uh, the backfire in the, the coming season, the insects, especially locusts, just all over China and destroyed all the crops and three years of famine. And of course the government called it natural disaster, but it was totally man-made disaster because of the decision to kill all the birds. What a disaster. So you were immersed in the failures of central planning from, from day one. Yes. Mao's slogan is, human being will fight the nature and win. In the countryside, there's river going through villages and people's livelihood is around the rivers. They use that for drinking water, to wash, and to irrigate fields. And of course, rivers are not straight, a whiny river. And uh, the government said, this river take too much land, so let's make the river straight. Dug a new river, and so we can get more land. I was part of the labor and dug, 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 day and night. So we got a straight river bed, and that day when everybody was celebrating and they blocked the old river, let the water go through the new river. I think after a few meters, water disappeared because the land was dry and the water just sucked down. It couldn't be used for agriculture, not just wasting the labor and the new land and also waste the old river. After that, the whole area had no water. We did the wells, but because the, that area was so rich in mineral, the water from the well, when we cooked the rice, the rice turned gray or green. So we couldn't drink it, but people still did it. And so a lot of people just died. Let's go, Ronnie B, Pro 17 Podcast. Thanks for checking out the video once again today. I uh, hope you guys liked that uh, little intro, man. That was from As We Know. If you're not following As We Know on Rumble, man, it's a great channel. Uh, I make it a point to watch that. And uh, that gentleman there, he always puts his his videos down in the description box so that you can share them out on your channels or share them out with your friends. I think it's a great service that he's doing for the country and as a Christian. So uh, I got that off of there. That was an incredible video talking about how uh, the communist China back in the olden days, man, how they would actually have man-made disasters and call them natural disasters. And if you look at the American society right now and the grocery prices and all this uh, quote unquote man-made issues and man-made climate change and man-made inflation, you know, hey, there's actually truth there. And that's very something that we should be paying attention to. Go back and watch that today if you guys get a chance. All right. As we know. On Rumble. So God bless you for rocking with me. Ronnie B here, Pro 17 Podcast. Got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we're going to be talking about, first of all, the Nefarious movie. 
Uh, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about this. That's Steve Dace from The Blaze, uh, and I believe Glenn Beck and other people, man. I've been watching some of the previews and stuff like that. So I want to touch on that and play some previews for you and I to watch together. I think it's something that we need in the culture right now. We don't have any kind of movies that are really, you know, talking to us, the conservative movement and the Christian movement as well, but also to uh, let some of these regular normal people know that have been, you know, having the truth suppressed by the media. Uh, by our, you know, just the establishment, Hollywood in general. They don't like these kind of movies. That's why I can't even find it in Los Angeles, man. I've been trying to get out to watch that movie for the last week or two, and I can't find it anywhere. I think it just opened up somewhere in Long Beach, which was like an hour from me or hour and a half, but we're going to go ahead and support that. So we're going to get into that and watch that. I want to touch on some other things like government evil. I want to touch on uh, Doja Cat at the Met Gala, and I know that's not really newsworthy, but it just going to tie into some of the insanity that's going on in America right now. So, uh, you know, I, I want to play that for you. And just what I think, um, even though it seems like a very timid kind of thing and something that shouldn't be taken serious, I think we need to look at the implications of it and the normalization of this whole pronoun thing. And as you know, we've done videos about cat self, self this and that, blah, blah, blah. Right. So we're going to touch on that for a second too, with some other examples. And then uh, I also want to talk about Justin Bieber, man. Um, there was this this thing, uh, the, this video that was going around again the last few days about Justin Bieber and how he was like kind of um, taken advantage of as a kid actor. And when you go back and you think about all the actors as kids and these musicians that start out when they're really young, uh, they start out really wholesome. I mean, look at Britney Spears, for example. She's go going off the deep end. Who knows what she's been through? Uh, the Island Boys, et cetera. There's all these other people that you wonder, like, you know, what 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 happened to them? What changed? And there's a great compilation that was put together on Twitter, which I'm going to play for us, that's going to show uh, Justin Bieber and all these adults that, like, basically were groping him and doing all kind of disgusting stuff to this kid, you know. And, uh, it, and it lines up perfectly with this pedo elitist agenda in Hollywood and in the, in the movies and in the entertainment industry in general. So we're going to touch on all those things, plus some other, some other stuff that I got saved up for you. Uh, so God bless you guys for rocking with me. Ronnie B pro one seven pro one seven stands for the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Let's go hit that like button. Let's get into it right now. All right. So, uh, let me pull up the screen here for you. Um, before I get into those main topics, let's talk about this. Cause this, I got, I got a kick out of this today. Uh, so ouch. Costco is almost giving up Bud Light away while Coors and Miller Light pallets are empty in Sam's club and Anheuser-Busch pallets are full. Let's watch the little video clip right here from a 100% fed up it says, uh, Sam club shelves are filled with cases of Anheuser-Busch in Port Horn, Michigan. Coors Light pallet is empty. Okay. This is of course because of the Dylan Mulvaney debacle. All right, so let's watch this little uh <laughs> Hey, don't nobody want Bud Light. I know we ain't drinking Bud Light here. $18 for a 36 pack. So what do you guys think about that? $18 for a 36 pack. They can't give that stuff away. First of all, I don't even like Bud Light. I don't know if any of y'all watching this video like Bud Light. I'm more of like a Mexican beer type guy. I like to drink, you know, Pacifico with my tacos and my tostadas and stuff like that. Uh, so I never really was a Bud Light person uh, to begin with. Once in a while, I would like to have a cold Stella here and there. But now with the Dylan Mulvaney thing, 
those few of you that were drinking Bud Light, <laughs> I think you're going to definitely find another beer if you haven't already. I think a lot of people already have. I know, um, you know, we, we, we watched Salty Cracker, too, and uh, he was talking about how he never drinks any of that stuff. But now, definitely, if you have any stocks, dump them. If you have any kind of um, other beer of choice, I would recommend doing that because we got to send the message to Bud Light. We got to send the message to all of these woke industries, all these woke products, again, that hate you and I. Okay, because if, if, if you have something that's conservative or Christian, they they don't want to give it advertising. They want to call it hateful. So we got to let them know and vote with our pocketbook, like I say, on this channel all the time. Stop buying products from people that hate you, all right? Um, but And speaking of the woke stuff, I guess let's get into the thing with Nefarious, man. I think that I've been wanting to watch this movie. I've been hearing a lot of good things about it. And I'm a big Steve Dace fan from the Blaze. Uh, he's a guy that I feel is like really underrated, man. He doesn't get enough. He doesn't get enough play in conservative circles because, like, I think again, he's too real. He's one of the real ones. He was one of the first ones that brought the heat about COVID and the COVID jab being poison. Uh, a lot of people didn't agree with it. Again, you know, uh, the Blaze has its faults. It's not perfect, but at the same time, I mean, when you look at the Daily Wire and Ben Shapiro and what he was saying about COVID and all that during that whole epidemic, calling you dumb for not taking it. My wife's a doctor. You should take the jab. Like, no, bro, you're an idiot. Okay. You're, you're an establishment hack. You're a shill. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that you watching this video have come to that conclusion. And if not, I really want you to think about Ben Shapiro. I know I'm getting off topic, but I got to say this in defense of Steve Dace and the comparison between the two. Intellectually, I think Steve Dace is the man. I think he can hang with Ben Shapiro any day of the week, first of all. Uh, his presence is good. Ben Shapiro, when you look at it, look at the election stuff. In 2020, he said it wasn't stolen. There was no evidence. Dude, get out of here. Pizza boxes up on the windows, Ben Shapiro. Come on, man. Come on, man. Then the COVID jab thing. Okay. And, and the final straw for me was this whole Kanye situation and everything about him being anti-Semitic instead of looking at the truth. And we can have a whole nother video if you want to talk about that whole group that should not be named that wears the small hats. But anyway, that's enough I'm going to say on Ben Shapiro. But uh, shout out to Steve Jason, the movie. So I wanted to play a couple of things that I found on um, Twitter and stuff that I had been seeing. Uh, let's play this first clip right here. This is from a girl. And again, I don't have any movie cuts. I just got some previews from other people from what I'm seeing. And I just wanted to play them and share them with you guys. Nefarious is one of the only anti-woke movies that has come out this year. And I'm going to play you a clip. And I want you to take a wild guess as to why Rotten Tomatoes is tanking their reviews. Rotten Tomatoes gave the movie a 31% while the audience rating is a 96%. Some backstory. The guy in the orange is possessed by a demon, and the guy that he's talking to is his psychiatrist, and they're trying to figure out if he's making up the possession to escape the death penalty. Your side's not doing too well. Do you really believe that, James? Yeah. We've never been freer. Literacy is at an all-time high. We're working to eliminate racism, intolerance, gender inequality. People can... People can love who they want, be who they want, do what they want. Diversity is no longer a dream. Hate speech is no longer tolerated. And politically, we're reclaiming the moral high ground. James, I think I love you. Literacy, James. James, the average high school graduate reads at a sixth grade level. You have basketball players making 30 million a year decrying racism. All while wearing sneakers made from slave labor. I just got to say, how is it that the demons come in with more facts than the woke leftist libtar? But that's kind of how it is. They're on the same team, which you're going to see in here. I just had to say that, man. You know what I mean? 
And uh, and that's the thing, too. What, what, what it even says in the Bible, like, you know, the, the demons even know who Christ is. When Christ shows up, the demons shudder. They get scared. They get afraid. The demons know scripture. Matthew 4, the devil's talking to Jesus Christ, and he's tempting him and trying to twist the words of the gospel, of the, of the Old Testament stuff that Jesus is saying, and perverting the gospel and perverting the word. So the demons of the devil know the truth. So they know the facts and things more than even, you know, that people would think people just think that the the demons are anti-biblical and they don't know what's going on with god no they know what it is just like a lot of these humans and these leftists do but the fact is you just want to be rebellious and go and do your own thing instead of the way god has intended for your life to be anyway let's go back to the clip here's something for you right now your world currently has 40 million slaves one the romans had at the height of their empire you want to know the best part though half of those half sex slaves okay as for hate speech well you want to hear some irony we didn't even come up with that one you did it all by yourself <laughs> sometimes you amaze even us i fail to see the humor bottom line is you're done it's over that's it and we did it all right to your face james and now there's evil everywhere, and no one even cares. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree. Proving that we achieved our goal. Slowly, with your movies, your TV, and your media, we desensitized you, redirected your worldview to the point that you can't even recognize evil when it's right in front of your face. So even just from that, let's just say I'm not shocked to know that Rotten Tomatoes is purposely trying to give them bad reviews. But if you're like me and had never heard of this movie until this video, you need to go see it. It puts everything, the way that you view the world, spiritual battles, in a completely different view. And this was the only movie that I've ever seen that I walked out of the theater dumbfounded. Yes, sir. Yo, man, I'm hyped up. I got to go see that. What do you guys think about that? Uh, is any of you guys in the chats? I know we've got a couple people on Rumble. I'm starting earlier than usual, but let me know. Have you guys seen the movie Nefarious? And if you're from another state besides California, is it playing by you? Out here in Cali, I can't find it. Like I said, there's only one theater in the whole Los Angeles County that's playing the movie in Long Beach. So I'm going to have to figure out a way to get out there and do that and go watch that. But that that preview, that trailer was incredible, man. This is what we need. This is what we're talking about here. It's a spiritual warfare. OK, and you need to see it from the eyes of a leftist psychologist, which, again, to me, is a whole faulty profession. I'm not going to get into all that thing, because, again, psychology and, and, and all that kind of therapy stuff that focuses on what you want. Instead of focusing on what God wants, again, antithetical to Christian, most of the most of these intellectual, um, you know, doctorate type degrees besides medicine and even medicine right now is flawed. But like specifically these these psychology type industries. They are uh, they're faulty. They're based on uh, man-made type theory instead of just getting back to Christ. Uh, all your pain and guilt can be healed through knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. But anyway, I think that's incredible with the point that they made about the evil and the movies and stuff. Again, these are things that I think a lot of us truthers already understand and we, under we already know. I mean, right? If you have kids, you're trying to protect them from watching YouTube, uh, watching the bad stuff on YouTube, or at very least, at least try to instruct them on, hey, man, you can't watch these kind of things if they say these kind of things and also teach them the scriptures so that they have that in the back of their mind, too. When they see something that's evil and demonic in the sense of it's going against Christ and scripture on television, then they can automatically turn it off on their own. They have the conviction. You know what I mean? But, uh, it, yo, it looks crazy. We need this kind of movie in the uh, in, in the in the theaters, man. We need more stuff like this. Uh, I want to play this other little trailer 
from it as well. A uh, different part here. It says uh, there's an immense power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Throughout the new film, Nefarious, the demon possessing the prisoner on the screen will only refer to the son of God as the carpenter. He also briefly mentions the obnoxious fisherman, St. Peter. <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's watch this little clip real quick. All right. Did you forget your history, Jimmy? Even in ancient times, the archdemon Moloch was celebrated by tossing infants into flaming bonfires, accompanied, of course, by the beating of drums to drown out the screaming. Later on, they erected a giant bronze statue with outstretched arms, kindling fires beneath the palms. And when they toss a little infant into those open palms, they'd flinch at the red-hot metal, but then they'd willingly roll themselves off into the flames. What does any of that have to do with me? Oh, nothing, James! Especially since the priests now wear surgical scrubs. The killing takes place in the wounds, so there's no screaming to be heard. Let's anyway. go, bro. And the remains are tossed into yes. fired crematoriums. No, James, no. Yes. No, 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 no. There's no parallel whatsoever to you. Can you imagine the agony the carpenter feels when we rip a child to pieces inside its own mother's womb? Because that's what we do, James. You and us. We do that together. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, that is incredible right there. Again, that's what we talk about on this channel. We are pro-life. We are not about killing these babies in the womb. It's so crazy that we've gotten to a society where we say that we have progressed and these progressive leftists are trying to be progressive by going back to the Old Testament and sacrificing your baby to Moloch, just like that demon said and that doctor said there in that clip. You know, um, it's 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 really disgusting. And this is what we need. I mean, it, it's so awesome to see this. I talk about the culture thing and having a parallel economy. Uh, we talk about the music thing here. I've been playing the Christian hip hop intros on some of my videos the last times, the last couple of videos that I've made. So I think this is a this is something that is needed. We need more things like this. Uh, I want to bring up the ratings for this stuff here uh, from Rotten Tomatoes. This is, again, what you what you need to see. And don't let them gaslight you when they when you, you think that um, audiences or people don't like things that are godly or of Christ or that speak the truth. Because you can see right here from Rotten Tomatoes. If you look up on the top here, the tomato meter for the Fauci documentary, of course, the critics who, who are, again, in the pocket of these same people, they get funding from the, you know, Hollywood elite establishments. I mean, you know, it's just like Fauci gets money from the government in China and so like Biden does. These these uh, critics and stuff get paid out by the in a, the Hollywood movie studios to 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 give you know uh, credit and and high thumbs up praise to these movies that are garbage, but it gives them a reputation. It's a, it's all inside scam. The FDA same thing, right? Uh, the FDA is gets uh, paid off by pharma to approve their products. It's a big scam. It's it's a big inside elitist job. You know, like George Carl said, like you know, it's a big group and you ain't in it. But look at the audience score here. This is the one that matters. The people say that the Fauci documentary was garbage, 2% audience score. You see? But then look at Nefarious. It's, it's exactly flip-flopped in reverse. The tomato meter from the critics, 29% for Nefarious, but the audience, 96%. 96%. That's very encouraging. That's very encouraging. 
for the conservative movement and for Christians in general to be able to see these kind of numbers here. Uh, and again, that's why it's so unbelievable to say that Joe Biden got 81 million votes. Okay, the guy is a ridiculous <laughs> puppet up there with his Mission Impossible mask right now. The clone it's, 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 it's an absolute disgrace to sit here and you want to try to tell me that this guy got more votes than Barack Obama. Like we didn't see the pizza boxes on the windows. You know what I'm saying? Like his, his approval rating and stuff. What is it right now? They said uh, uh, 71% don't want him to run again. I think it's like 99%. Who wants him to run? Even people that voted for him. And I did the video the other day about this. The people that voted for Joe Biden are even saying, yeah, I voted for him last time, but you know what? I made a mistake, and this time I'm voting for Trump. Okay? So the people have spoken. But again, when you look at these polling and you look at other things of what the media tries to tell you about being a Democrat and people like the Democratic Party, that's not true. That's not reality. The reality is, is that most people have common sense and we understand we're being lied to by the media. We're being uh, indoctrinated, especially our children, by the stuff that comes on television and that comes on these movies. And so to see a movie like Nefarious, man, dealing with these issues, again, it's political, but it's also hitting them from a from an angle of being spiritual, but also entertaining. Yo, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really proud of those guys that made that movie. Uh, one other thing that ties into this, man. Somebody made this video on Twitter and I had to show this, man. This is this is crazy. Uh, nefarious politicians. All right. <laughs> Speaking of that, and, uh, just take a look at this artwork. And it, it, this is, I told my wife this when I, I'm going to put, I got to say this real quick. Me and my wife talk about how, uh, one day we're just going to walk outside like the movie they live. And it's going to be like, people are going to just pull their masks off and there's going to be like demons underneath. Don't you guys ever feel like that? Am I tripping? I feel like there's a lot of people that are just possessed by demons, especially driving around downtown LA a lot. You see, these people that are like walking dead, they look like zombies, they're drugged up, they're mentally ill, but not even just them. I mean, you have the regular normie people that go to work every day. Uh, a lot of these lesbians and cross-dressers and, you know what I'm saying, these transgenders. And then also just the ones that are normal straight, but they are pushing these agendas that are evil, like the abortion agenda, the abortion lobby, right? The big pharma people. These are all like demonic people like in that clip that are trying to hurt humanity and hurt the carpenter like he said in the clip jesus christ trying to make you know christ feel bad and hurt him because he's taken away uh the chosen ones of god but hey the elect what does it say in the scriptures that nobody can snatch them out of the hands of his father so but look at these look at these uh these this art here for <laughs> these demon politicians i thought it was incredible i thought that it deserves a play here it's only 30 seconds check it out never trust a politician Especially these. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, you notice how George Soros didn't even really need much makeup there? <laughs> you know, George Soros looks like pretty much the same thing. They just put a little red on the on the bottom of his eyes, but he's already a demon. He already looks like the devil. He probably is a devil. Who knows? Anyway, uh, thanks for rocking with me, man. Ronnie B Pro 17. Hit that like button. We're out here a little bit earlier today, man. Got some stuff to do, but I had to come in and put a, put out the content for you guys. Um, speaking of the whole thing with the uh, transgender stuff and and just the crazy, ridiculous 
whiteness of society and the elitists, including the education system. That's one that I left off the list when I was going down the list there about how, again, the, the, the teachers unions obviously are on the agenda of these evil ones, right? So they are in charge of putting in and hiring the teachers that instruct and supposedly educate, in air quotes, your children at the public school system. So again, get your kids out of school. Get your kids out of school, okay? I'm about to play you another example of why you need to get your kids out of school. Now, if you look on your screen here, this is a kid that stood up against the Murrowboro, Pennsylvania uh, middle school system that told him to remove his shirt and go home. The kid ha has every right to wear a shirt, and he wasn't lying. Let's watch the video. He's going to talk about his shirt that he had that his uh, dad gave him, I guess. I said, there's only two genders. <laughs> but watch how based this kid is, man. Check it out. 3.8 million views so far. Let's watch. In the 7th, 10th grade at Nichols Middle School, I appreciate the opportunity to speak to you today. I never thought that the shirt I wore to school on March 21st would lead me to speak with you today. On that Tuesday morning, I was taken out of gym class to sit down with two adults for what turned out to be a very uncomfortable talk. I was told that people were complaining about the words on my shirt, that my shirt was making some students feel unsafe. Yes, words on a shirt made people feel unsafe. They told me that I wasn't in trouble, but it sure felt like I was. I, told, I was told that I would need to remove my shirt before I could return to class. When I nicely told them that I didn't want to do that, they called my father. Thankfully, my dad supported my decisions and came to pick me up. What did my shirt say? Five simple words. There are only two genders. Nothing harmful, nothing threatening. Just a statement I believe to be a fact. I have been told that my shirt was targeting a protected class. Who is this protected class? Are their feelings more important than my rights? I don't complain when I see pride flags and diversity posters hung throughout the school. Do you know why? because others have a right to their beliefs just as I do. Not one person, staff, or student told me that they were bothered by what I was wearing. Actually, just the opposite. Several kids told me that they supported my actions and that they wanted one too. I experienced, wait, no. I was told that the shirt was a disruption to learning. No one got up and stormed out of class. No one burst into tears. I'm sure I would have noticed if they had. I experienced disruptions to my learning every day. Kids acting out in class are a disruption, yet nothing is done. Why do the rules apply to one, yet not another? I feel like these adults were telling me that it wasn't okay for me to have an opposing view. Their arguments were weak, in my opinion. I didn't go to school that day to hurt feelings or cause trouble. I have learned a lot from this experience. I learned that a lot of other students share my view. I learned that adults don't always do the right thing or make the right decisions. I know that I have a right to wear those five, a shirt with those five words. Even at 12 years old, I have my own political opinions, and I have a right to express those opinions. Even at school, this right is called the First Amendment to the Constitution. My hope in being here tonight is to bring the school committee's attention to this issue. I hope that you will speak up for the rest of us so we can express ourselves without being pulled out of class. Next time, it may not only be me. There might be more students that decide to speak out. Thank you for your time and good night. Thanks. Yes, yes, yes. That gives me hope for the future, right? You know, again, like uh, we, we tend to get discouraged about the youth, you know, of coming up. Uh, I know a lot of the Gen Zers are, you know, on this on this weirdness and this weirdo stuff. But think about it, man. All the kids when we were teenagers, I'm Gen X, right? 
kids go through different phases. I know it's a little bit more crazy right now with the sexual transitioning and stuff like that. But and it, but but you know they have these polls that say one out of four kids now are identifying with the LGBTQ community. That's just a fad. It's just like when there was goth, and just like when there was punk, and you know what I mean, and all these different things that kids do as teenagers to be rebellious. I get that. You know that's going to happen. All right. But what I'm seeing and what I'm loving too is that you're seeing some of the Gen Zers that actually come out and they are against this, even though we're, you know, us, t us conservative commentators tend to, you know, shed light more on those, you know, bad stories of the bad Gen Z or kids, the ones that are crazy and crying and transed up and all this. Um, but you know, there are a lot of good ones as well. I mean, you know, shout out to Charlie Kirk and turning point and then going to the colleges and putting in the work and doing all those things. But, but this kid is like Gen Alpha. And I was just talking to my son about that. Like he's, he's Gen Alpha. He's about to be 10 years old. Right. So, uh, you know, I'm raising him with a biblical worldview because I, we have to combat this evil like we saw from the nefarious uh, trailers or the nefarious movie content. So we see what's happening with Gen Z. So those of us that are raising kids that are in the next generation beyond Gen Z, Gen Alpha, uh, they're going to come out base. They're going to be more godly and see. And also Gen Z, what you're going to end up seeing is like it's going to be corny to be on the left because it's so mainstream, right? Because because really when you're rebelling as a kid, aren't you supposed to go against the establishment? That's why, like, when you look at bands like Rage Against the Machine, I used to be a big fan of Rage Against the Machine in the 90s. Um, and now they're, like, super woke leftists. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, I thought y'all was supposed to be against the establishment. You know what I mean? That was the whole point of the band back in the day. And when you're young and dumb, you know, like, okay, you always want to go against the rebellions. But as you grow and you mature, you start to realize, hey, man, now that I'm paying taxes and I'm getting my check and what is, what is this fed taken out of my check? And what is this? What is this state tax? And what is, what's all this? And this is how much, damn, they took half of money out of my check. Then all of a sudden you start understanding what's going on and uh, you start to become more of a conservative once you have a job and you have kids. Amen. I mean, I think that's what most of us could uh, attest to that being true. But um, you know, when you, when you look at the, the current state right now, it's corny to be, you know, doing what everybody else do. I said it in my video a year ago. It's, 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 it's going to be the punk rock to be Christian, to be conservative as a new punk rock, to stand up against Biden and the man. Like, honestly, y'all really want to rock with Biden. If you're a youngster, you want to, <laughs> you guys want to uh, rep for this guy. That's the president. That's 82 years old. He's the damn vegetable. He's like basically slobbering and drooling over the stage, falling asleep at the podium. That's who you youngsters want to rock with. Not my kid. And, and so that's very encouraging to see that video from that young man there. Shout out to him and his family. He talked about his dad being there. That's always a good thing. I think if you have your father in the house, he ain't going to be having this foolishness of what's going on and what they're trying to push on the left, man. You talk about LGBTQ. You talk about, you know, sexual transition of minors. I mean, you look at the borders. I was just talking to my wife who's from Honduras. There was uh, the five Hondurans that were murdered from an illegal alien that, that had been deported like three or four times. You know, look, I understand you know, the reasoning for why young people are drawn to the socialist communist ideology and why they're drawn to the Democratic Party because they haven't had any life experience yet. And the emotional messaging of the left sounds appealing. But the parents, like that young kid's father, need to be more involved in correcting the error that is the left. That's our job. We got to let them know.
that that's not the way to go. And here's why. Not just on some, oh, because, you know, love is love and we have to be inclusive. No, that's that's actually degeneracy and it's going to end up harming people. And I touched on that on my video yesterday, how the people that have transitioned are you starting to see them come out more and more saying how it was a mistake and they're upset with their parents that they allowed them to do so. OK, so shout out to that young man right there. That was incredible. I think that uh, we need more young people like that standing up for the truth and for what is right. And to be able to have your First Amendment right to say what you want to say. You know, you, you can't wear a shirt that says uh, there are two genders, but I can rock a uh, pride flag and a pedal flag. You know, I did that video the other day about the yap flag, right? The, the youth attracted persons flag. I can rock that at school, though, right? They got this stuff in Target, all this gay stuff. Okay, so we should be able to rock a MAGA hat at school, these kids. They should be able to rock a Make America Great Again t-shirt, and there's only two genders, and whatever. You can rock whatever, as long as it doesn't have any profanity on it. And the thing is, is that that's an actual scientific fact, and the teachers there are the ones getting mad at them. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, wasn't that the whole premise of Biden when he got into the office? Oh, we, we finally have an adult in the White House. <laughs> We have an adult in the White House. Y'all can't even decipher the difference between a man and a woman, and you want me to respect you? You guys are absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but speaking of that, the young kids would bite it. I wanted to play this little clip here uh, also in regard to this on the other side of the coin here. Uh, let me pull it up for you. So I'm sure you guys have heard, uh, I did a video in the past about this as well. Um of the of the army that the Democratic Party leftists are trying to put together in order to create a a social media gang of influence over our younger generation, namely Gen Z, right? The young voters, the ones that are just turning 18, uh, you know, the early 21s, the college kids, those are the ones that the Democratic Party need to get because black people are waking up, especially black men, black women, eh, not so much, unless they're married. Uh, black women, not so much are moving to the right. Um, but college kids, you know, are definitely leftists. Typically they're coming fresh out of college. Again, they haven't had any life experience. They still live with their mama. They think that everybody should get uh, a free housing and all that. Again, they're not understanding that I'm not going to beat that with a dead drum. So they have to, the left that is, has to get the, the Gen Z energized to vote for Biden in 2024. And so they had talked about how they're spending all this money they have a budget to put these young idiots on social media, on TikTok and Instagram to try to uh, to try to show for Biden. I don't have any of the videos right now. If you're watching this content, you probably have already seen some of those videos uh, on Instagram. There's been commentators that have talked about those videos. But this video right here is going to basically clown on these guys because this guy, Chris Mowry, is one of these influencers, but he got caught on camera basically saying how he really feels. Okay, so let's watch the video, and I'm going to talk about it. It's only 36 seconds long, okay? Watch this. To be honest, like, it's it's actually really hard in this space, right? Like, we have, like, 45 seconds to record a video, keep right. people's attention. And a lot of the people on our side, like, if they start hearing, like, I've actually done it before. I've, I've criticized, like, a Democrats, like, specifically Hakeem Jeffries, and it, it all just went south. Like I started losing followers, like it's bad, right? And I really want to be that person that like reaches the other side because Democrats, I mean, they're horrible at their jobs. Uh -oh. right? They do a lot of <laughs> shitty things, although I'll vote for them all the time. Um, but it, it's also hard in the space to criticize That's a them. good, can we clip yeah. that quote? They're horrible please at don't. their jobs. Uh -oh. Please, oh, please, please don't, please don't, please don't clip that. Please, no, no, oh, no, 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 please. To be honest. Uh-oh, uh-oh, oh, 
Oh, so the truth comes out, you see. And again, what I want to say here, there's a lot, there's a lot to break down on that video there, but I want to say this. <clears throat> he knows, he said it, you heard it out of his mouth, that the Democratic Party are bad at doing their job. And at the other side of his mouth, he says, but I vote for them all the time anyway. Wh why? What are you doing? Why? Because again, the messaging and the marketing of the left is genius. And again, they control all the levers of influence, man. Like we talk about the movies, the media, social media, okay, uh, education system, institutions, everything, everything, the billboards. As a matter of fact, I was in Echo Park the other day, and there's this big billboard, uh, I think it was Silver Lake, with these big, like, I'm talking like 50-foot banner right as you're getting on the freeway, and you stop at the red light. It's right there. You can't not look at it uh, from these manga comics, of uh, these, uh, these two gay dudes. Uh, about to kiss or whatever. It says, yo, uh, uh, we could be gay or something like that. Something along the lines of that. Right there in the front. Like, it's not even a big deal. So again, they try to normalize this stuff. So when you see some kids like this, he knows that the Democratic Party are garbage. He knows it. But see, in order to get a paycheck, he is going to lie and go against his own interests and his own values in order to get paid. And again, money is the root of all evil. I talked about this before. You have to have your convictions. At what point will you say, well, I can make more money doing this thing that's illegal or I can make the decision and struggle a little harder but do the thing that is correct and, 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 and right in the eyes of God? Okay? That's the question that everybody needs to ask themselves. I have asked it to myself. I'm sure you guys all dealt with things in your own personal lives. But you see, you know, there's a few actors and actresses that lately have been coming to the cross, that have come into Christianity. They realize, like, man, I can't, I can't do this anymore. You know, I can't sell my soul. Jesus said, right? What is it worth for you to gain the whole world if you lose your soul? This situation right now is not an issue of even right and left when we're talking about politics right now. This is an issue of good versus evil. We've touched on this several times on this show. Good versus evil. And now you got these young kids here that understand what they're doing is wrong. They understand that the Democratic Party is garbage. He talked about criticizing Hakeem Jeffries. I'd be beating up Hakeem Jeffries all day. Again, that's low-hanging fruit. We can smack that dude up all up and down the street. If you want to talk about policy and you want to talk about just being a fake-ass politician, Hakeem Jeffries is the epitome of that. He's a perfect Democrat. Okay. The, the, the black Democrat, victimhood guy, blah, 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 blah. Phony as all hell. Elitist. Hakeem Jeffries. He saw it as a young white kid, Gen Zer, but he can't say that. But, oh, they got the receipts, and now this video is going viral. He's going to be in trouble. And if you look at the, if you look at the caption here, I want to bring that caption back up. Uh, this is from my man, by the way, Shaney Rich, man. If you're not following him on Twitter, you must do so. He's the man. Uh, so he said he got, I got paid over $200,000 from the, the DNC through his management company in October, 2022. Okay. So again, these people, uh, uh, on the left, the Democrat party are making a concerted effort, which is again, that's the right to do that. I'm not saying that they can't do that or they shouldn't do that. The problem is that we on the right need to do that. You know what I mean? Again, it's not just necessarily for the quote Republican party, but it's more for conservative values. We got to start teaching these kids conservative values. And like you saw in the other video before that with the young kid, that generation is going to be the flag bearers for us. I really believe that man, us Gen Xers, as we get older and we become, you know, in our eighties and seventies, if we make it God willing <laughs> that old, 
our sons that are Gen Alpha, they're going to be the base conservatives standing up for the country if we have one left by that time. And hopefully we will. Praise God, right? Pray to God. But those kids younger than that are going to be the ones that are not going to be falling for this foolishness based on the way you raise them, patriot, Christian. I hope you're raising your kids up in the knowledge of the Lord and the Bible and uh, teaching them what's right fundamentally and uh, spiritually and also politically. Uh, but again, the, he got caught there with the, <laughs> hey, we got the receipts now. So I don't know if he's going to still get that check from Biden. But, you know, some of these leftist fans of these guys, they probably won't even matter anyway. But let me just play a little bit of that again because that was funny. Ad, right. And I really want to be that person that like reaches the other side because Democrats, I mean, they're horrible at their jobs, right? They do a Oops. lot of shitty things, <laughs> although I'll vote for them all the time. Um, but it, it's also hard in the space to criticize. That's a them. good. Can we clip yeah. that quote? They're horrible. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't clip that. Them. Please. No, 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 no. Please. To be honest, like it's. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think they're going to be getting a, a phone call and probably getting uh, something wrong. Uh, some some zeros missing off their paycheck. All right. <laughs> so anyway, thanks for rocking with me. Ronnie B here, Pro 17 Podcast. Uh, all right. Let me, you know, I want to bring up something now in regard to that as well with the young kids. I guess this is a good time to talk about Bieber, man. Um, so again, with the young kids and the Democrat left and the elitists and the people in Hollywood and the movie industry, uh, we talked about the Epstein Island a lot here. Uh, we understand that there is a pedophile ring because there are also why is Ghislaine Maxwell sitting in jail? Uh, the, the list is supposed to come out. People are getting missing, getting Clinton, turning out missing. We know that they're uh, these elitist people. We don't know who they are exactly, but I'm sure we understand that it goes high up as, as, as to the White House, right? Pedophiles, uh, disgusting demons, period. That's what it is. You saw the cartoon that I just played a minute ago. Demons, evil. We're fighting against evil and all that. But particularly in the entertainment industry, that's the, the the stomping ground, right? The news media, they control all the channels. They control all of the Hollywood studios and all the record companies, right? And again, Con Kanye showed you a list of who owns all those companies, right? I ain't going to get into here, but who owns all those companies? Oh, okay. But with that being said, I wanted to play this video, man. It's been making its way around on Twitter again. And uh, we need to talk about it because I think we cannot forget what the left also does, or I, I don't want to call them the left, let's just say the uniparty, the, the elite establishment demons, what they tend to do when a story comes out, they, they, they change the page very quickly the minute their narrative gets squashed, right? They tend, to, they tend to be able to get off it really quick and divert your attention to the newest thing, where they can complain about a Republican being racist or whatever. Uh, I was going to do a thing about Joy Reid, and I didn't have time to fit it in today, maybe tomorrow, but she's talking about how Republicans are, you know, or typical Joy Reid fashion, that Republicans are racist, Republicans want to have you women as the handmaid's tale, forced birth, all this, blah, 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 right? But the the Hollywood elite pedophiles are a real thing. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres and Pizzagate, all that stuff, we've done videos on that. It's a real thing, but nobody wants to go after it. Nobody wants to go after the Epstein Island plate uh, 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 pedophile list. But I think what we have to do as base patriots is just continue to do videos like I'm doing here. You need to take these videos and share and make your own videos. Share these Twitter feeds to other people and especially other normies. You know, your, your grandma, your auntie that have been voting Democrat Party for, you know, for the longest time, for 30 years, 40 years. It's not the same party as JFK, okay? It's not the same Democratic Party. We have moved on. The Republican Party is not the same party. These are. The establishment party versus America first patriots now. That's what it is. Okay. And when you look at this 
stuff here on Justin Bieber, you'll see that the establishment is protecting these pedophiles that you're going to watch in this video. Watch this. Watch what they did to Justin Bieber. You have to be naked on stage. Bro, you saw that? Hold on. Let me go back. You see that? Look. First of all, first of all, they were grabbing. Who's that? Bridget Nielsen? Bridget Nielsen going, uh, he was 18, okay? So he's 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 still a youngster. But look at look at these perverts. Now, what what if what if Steve Harvey or somebody on the right or somebody did that? to a young girl wouldn't there be outrage what about all this me too movement and all this right but he could do it right okay so you go there then you go to this scene right here is that jimmy fallon grabbing his crotch grabbing his penis <laughs> no big deal <laughs> it's just the beebs it's justin bieber anyway let me play the rest of this poor guy man wow get that off hey, there hey 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 letterman you have to be naked on stage during one full song, one full song. Answer Justin Bieber. <laughs> I have like little girl fans. I can't go. Okay, imagine Lean into me again. You smell amazing. How I mean, look at this pervert, man. You smell amazing. Leah Remini talking about he should be naked. And I know since then, I know she's come around from what I heard. She used to be in the Scientology, but still. All these Hollywood elite pedos, man. You smell amazing. How old are you? Uh, thank you. How old are you? I'm 16. I'll be 17 in... Like 16, bro. Like two weeks. I don't ever remember smelling that good at 16. Wow, look at your eyes. Um, uh, Bro, look at look at that, dude. That's that's disgusting. This guy this guy is a is a gay, disgusting, degenerate pervert, bro. Y'all want to act like it's we gotta sit here and just say that, hey man, gay people are love is love and all. Nah, man. There there's a there's this there's this sense and this this greed and disgustingness and entitlement that comes from these blatantly gay people, man. Especially the ones that are successful in Hollywood. Bro, he bro, look at look at him lusting at Justin Bieber right here. And then he's gonna rub his face. Obviously, Bieber is feeling uncomfortable during this whole exchange here. But he don't care. Just like they don't care about these kids on, on Epstein Island. I remember smelling that good at 16. Wow, look at your eyes. Um, uh, what? Charlotte, look at him. Look at all that beautiful face. Right. That's gross, man. It was Katy Perry who apparently wanted to know what a Bieber butt felt like. Canadian high school. <laughs> Just with me. Come on, let's do it together. That makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> they laugh like the evil demons that they are. They don't care about your comfort, Mr. Bieber. They care about their sick, degenerate lusts. I just want to protect her, you know? I don't want her to go through anything I went through. I don't wish that upon anybody.
So that last part, I'm gonna fast forward to that. That was him talking about Billie Eilish. Um, and again, if you if you've seen Billie Eilish, I, what what rings out to me about Billie Eilish, I remember during the um, what was it during the uh, the Democratic National Convention. Uh, was it 2020? Yeah, 2020 or 2022. I think it was 2020. And you know they they didn't bring any policy like they do when they do their conventions, right? The Democrats had a bunch of artists, you know, they have music artists, athletes, celebrities, because that's how they get their base to vote for them. They don't vote on anything that's of substance like policy and and, and taxes and the economy and things of that sort, uh, geopolitics, energy. You know, they don't vote on any of that stuff. Morality. They just get up there and put celebrities in front of you and make you say, hey, well, Beyonce says I should vote for Biden. Cardi B says I should vote for Biden. So and, and and Cardi B has 20 million followers on TikTok and on Instagram, so I guess I should vote for Biden, right? Same with Kim Kardashian, all of them. And so I remember at the DNC, Billie Eilish was out there, and she was reading from a script, and it pissed me off because I know she was too young, and I know she didn't believe it. It was just so plastic. She was like, oh, uh, we have to vote for Joe Biden because we cannot allow Trump to be in office again because he is a racist, and, uh, and he... Um, he is a proponent of systemic racism and injustice. You know, like the the, the, the the typical stupid leftist talking points that they use. You know, inequality, systemic racism, injustice, white supremacy. Okay, so she's obviously a big star, Billie Eilish. So, and she's young. And so, again, you know already that her getting a record deal, her, her album getting to the way it is. Granted, she's very talented, very great singer. I love the way she sings. But you already know they've been like had their hands on her doing stuff like that. Justin Bieber knows it. That's why he's saying what he's saying here, breaking down in tears. And, the, and see, the thing is, is that these kids and these people that come up through the ranks of the entertainment industry can never really go back and say anything about it. Remember Corey Feldman trying to do that? What happened to him? He, when's the last time we've seen Corey Feldman? You can never go back and hold these, these disgusting old perverts, right? these gay sodomites accountable for the stuff that they did to these little kids, these pedophiles, because they'll take all your money. You know what I'm saying? They'll take all your money. They'll take your livelihood. They probably have uh, tapes of you doing certain things to have you coerced. That was the whole main reason for the uh, Epstein Island was to get these people and these powerful individuals to do dirty things. And then you would have them on tape. Now you have leverage over them, right? So Justin Bieber, even though you saw stuff on, on, on mainstream television shows of them like literally harassing this kid and abusing him, grabbing at his penis, touching his face by these gay, disgusting, degenerate demons. Okay? So imagine what was going on with Justin Bieber behind the scenes that you didn't see. Look at look at Britney Spears, man. You don't think that stuff happened to Britney, Britney Spears? This happens to a lot of childhood actors and actresses, right? Why do you think they fly off the handle and get all weird? You think it's just because, oh, because they couldn't they couldn't deal with the famous success? No, they couldn't deal with these degenerate pedals in, in the Hollywood uh, circuits. I wanted to play this thing right here before we get off of this topic. Just that last part about Billie Eilish. I just want to protect her, you know? I don't want her to go through anything I went through. I don't wish that upon her. I don't want anyone to go through what I went through. I don't wish that upon any anybody as he's crying. That's messed up, man. Shout out to Justin Bieber, man. Hope you come to the Lord, man. 
You know, you need you need Jesus, bro. Like everybody does. The the whole country. That's what's missing from our success. That's what's missing from your lifestyle if you're unhappy. And again, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, man. Nobody has an easy life. But there there is something above and beyond yourself that the that that's calling you. The Father God is trying to fill that empty hole that's inside of your heart. It has nothing to do with money, man. You think you're going to be happy with money? That doesn't make you happy. That just makes you emptier. Ecclesiastes, right? It's all vanity, right? King Solomon wrote about that. I'm going to bring that up in my, one of my next videos. Ecclesiastes 1, where he talks about having all this money and, and all the riches and all these wives and all that, but it didn't do anything. He's still empty because it's all vanity. At the end of the day, there is just God and righteousness. That's the only thing that will ever calm your soul through the spirit and having the mind of Christ. Amen? Yes or no? Let's go. So shout out to Justin Bieber there, man. Hope he does better, man. I hope he's okay. I hope all these kids are okay. And again, the parents of these kids, I wonder where they're at. What are you doing? And again, this this, this is the same kind of story like you see with these kids that are getting transi transitions right now by their parents. I think these Hollywood kids' parents and these entertainment kids' parents, I think they want the check too. They just want prestige. They just want money. And money is not the, the solution to everything. Yes, I understand we need it to survive. But there's other ways to do things without having to be rich, elite. And especially if you have to sacrifice your soul to get it. I'm sorry. It's not worth it. It's not. <laughs> it's just not. Anyway, thanks for rocking with me, man. Ronnie B Pro 17, hit the like button. Share it with your friends. Check out pro17.com and you get a chance, all right? Uh, one last little segment that I want to get on here before we get out of here. I want to talk about this. Kareem Jean-Pierre, we can't do a show unless we talk about the Biden administration, right? Clown Jean-Pierre, all right? Let's talk about Clown Jean-Pierre. So as we know, she lies. She's the worst press secretary in the history of press secretaries. Talked about this before. Kaylee McEnany, where are you at? <laughs> we love Kaylee McEnany. She was the best. Sarah Huckabee Sanders was great. Uh, but but uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre is an absolute disgrace. Um, identity hire black lesbian that's the only reason that she's up there she's a black lesbian and a woman she chokes she checks off three woke boxes right infinity stones of wokeness like my man black conservative <laughs> perspective says shout out to him and his stuff on youtube um but yeah it's uh she's an absolute disgrace so she can never answer any questions and peter Ducey is the only one from fox that's allowed into the press corps obviously because you know they have to have somebody there but we, we don't watch fox anymore right people amen yes or no Okay. But nevertheless, he's the only one that asks real questions. And they're not even tough questions. They're just basic questions. In the 80s, they would ask these questions like, you know, way harder than that, as it would be the norm. But Kareem Jean-Pierre now is starting to get frustrated with Peter Ducey on a daily basis. And so, as you can see here, <laughs> shout out to the memers that hooked it up to make her face look like a clown that she is, because she's a damn clown. Uh... <laughs> Uh, but they talk about the border, and of course she doesn't have any right answers. And I just want you to watch the response from this Karine Jean-Pierre. And again, lying from the podium. And I'm telling you, these, these demonic leftist demon rats do nothing but lie. They can lie with a straight face. They can lie, and they don't have any conviction about it because their daddy is Satan. So let's watch the video and watch uh, Peter Ducey get into her and watch how she handles it. When it comes to illegal migration, 
You've seen it come down by more than 90%. Where did that number come from? It was, I was CBP speaking. is telling us the number is. I hear you. I'm about to answer. I'm about, people more I'm about to answer you. Year so if you, if you, if the dramatics could come down just a little oh, bit. Oh, 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 uh, oh, if the dramatics could come down. Oh, if, the if the dramatics could come down. Hey, hey, Peter Ducey, you're being dramatic. You better stop asking me real questions, man. That's drama. Stop being dramatic, Peter Ducey. <laughs> She's such a clown. She's a clown. This whole Biden administration is a clown show, man. <laughs> Don't ask me questions, Peter Ducey. That's being dramatic. You're getting on my nerves. I actually have to do some work now. You're going to make me actually have to use my brain and actually have to try to come up with a lie to give you an answer because I've been lying from the podium for my whole career of this whole last year and a half. Uh, the dramatics have come down a little What's bit. What's dramatic? about asking a question about okay i'm i'm gonna answer <laughs> so i was speaking to the parolee program as you know the president put in place a parolee program to deal with uh to deal with certain countries uh on on ways that we can limit illegal migration and we have seen the data has shown us that it has gone down by more than 90 percent. that was what i was speaking and to no i'm really we're, we're gonna go president. we're gonna oh, we're gonna go look at she got the sweaty pit too she's working overdrive so now we got a a a a black gay woman with armpit hair stains. Now you know you, you you're out. Three strikes, you're out. Plus one, <laughs> and you're rejected for the underarm stain. All right. So she's like, you know, and then she doesn't want to allow him to have a follow up question because she doesn't have an answer because she gets her facts and stats from uh, trustmebro.com. Right. <laughs> That was what I was speaking to. No, I'm. We're we're gonna go. We're gonna move. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. When it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down by more Oh, yeah, so she's a clown, right? So, again, here on Pro 17, you know what we do. We got the receipts. So let's bring the receipts. We don't make claims without uh, bringing the receipts. So from CNN is going to debunk what she said. Now, if it's coming from CNN, you know you're in trouble. If you got re receipts to debunk the leftist Democrats, and you get them from CNN, you know you're in a world of trouble. So let's watch this report right here. CNN reports on illegal immigrants camping in El Paso streets over the city. And the city is uh, overwhelmed. It's difficult to describe, Jim, with words, the magnitude of the number of individuals. But, oh, but no, immigration's down 90%. In what world? In what world? From In your Halitas Hotel in Manhattan or in Washington, D.C.? Get out of here. Let's watch. It's difficult to describe, Jim, with words. So I want to walk so you can walk with me and just see the magnitude of the number of individuals who are around this church here, just, just streets from downtown El Paso. A lot of these individuals you'll see are males, adult males. A lot of the women with children are actually in shelters, in a network of shelters throughout El Paso. As you mentioned, the city of El Paso under a state of emergency. They declared a disaster uh, because of the influx, because they know that once Title 42 lifts, that there is going to be a greater influx of migrants. But here's the thing, so process this with me. Title 42 allows immigration agents to swiftly return migrants back to Mexico. So the obvious question as you look around is then why are there so many migrants if the federal government is actually implementing this Title 42, then why are there so many migrants out here? Well, here's what we know. 
From talking to migrants and community leaders and officials on both sides of the border, I can tell you that thousands of migrants, nearly 40,000, are in at least four northern Mexican cities, and frustration is boiling over. A lot of them are deciding to cross the border. That's why you see so many out here. Some of them are turning themselves in to border authorities, Jim. Others are deciding to cross the border illegally because they've lost patience. It's different. So there you go. Your tax dollars aren't at work, Americans. This is uh, Biden country. This is what you get with Joe Biden. And this is what you get with Karine Jean-Pierre lying from the podium. Does that look like it's reduced by 90%? That's just one state. That's just one border town, man. And again, this whole thing of there being asylum and they're escaping all this, man, get out of here with that. That's all working age adult males there. Okay. And everybody's got a cell phone. How, how, how does everybody got a cell phone if you if you struggling and poor? So you obviously got some sort of data plan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And again, I just want to touch on this too. I was talking to my wife, man. I mentioned it earlier, but like, you know, there was uh, an illegal guy. There's There was two or three stories lately. There was one with the uh, the illegal guy that was uh, shooting his gun and he went and shot his neighbors up. He was illegal. And there was another one just recently of uh, five people from a Honduran family that were here uh, legally that got shot up by this illegal alien that came across and he was already been deported like three or four times gang felons. Trump even said it, man. It's not just regular people that are coming over here looking for asylum. These countries are letting out their prisons and the people they don't want to take care of and let them just come over here. It's like the, the beginning of Scarface. Remember that? Remember that when they just let all the criminals come over here, uh, Al Pacino. So it's kind of a similar thing here. And they're trying to either get them to vote Democrat or they're trying to get them to just be here to just cause ruckus on the streets, which is why you're not seeing any kind of, um, you know, uh, criminal prosecution. But they want to take your guns away as a law-abiding citizen, but have the illegal guns on the streets for these criminals to go out there and do to do dirt. Because what do you think is going to happen when they when they're sit standing around in El Paso? You think they're just going to starve to death, or are they going to go try to rob somebody or do do, do what they got to do to feed and to feed their kids and to feed themselves? Of course, they're going to go steal, right? So this is ridiculous, man. Uh, Biden, build back better, right? Build back better, building back since 2020. <laughs> oh, my God, Joe Biden, what a damn disgrace. What a disgrace. We got to pray, people. We got to pray. So, uh, you know, thanks for watching the video. Please like the video, subscribe to the channel, man. Share it out with your friends. We broadcast daily at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, 6 Eastern. I'm a little bit earlier at 2 Check for the thumbnail. Uh, it'll let you know. I, I might be going at 2 this week instead of 3 o'clock p.m., Monday through Thursday. I'm also on Spotify for my audio-only listeners. If you're listening on Spotify, please give it a five-star review, man, and thumbs it up on Rumble, all right? So always remember, Pro 17 stands for Proverbs 1-7 in the Scriptures. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and destruction. Don't be a fool. Jesus is Lord. God bless you. I'll be back tomorrow with some new content. Stay safe out there. God bless. Peace.